Right now, Courtney, hey, we have three guests this time. It's it last, it was two, now it's three, maybe three. next time we'll four. So we are here with Zach Desjardins, the Director of Instructional Technology, Jim Gray, High School Principal, and Sally Kroon, an Instructional Technology Facilitator in the Vancouver School District. All right. Yes, Vancouver Public Schools, Vancouver, Washington. Vancouver, Wa yeah, yes. I was going to wonder Canada. that. Not Canada, not Canada, Washington <laughs> State. <laughs> Hi, Nicole's international. Yeah, right. We are right by Portland, Oregon. So, okay. yes, we can see it from our backyard most often. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yes. So, welcome and welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yeah. So, how is Anikal working out for you so far today? It's been great. Lots yeah. of good yeah. conversations. Absolutely. Like-minded people. That's yeah. what we like. Yeah. Fantastic. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you guys do in Vancouver and what you're looking for in the future? You want to start, Sally? Um, yeah, so I um, work as an instructional technology facilitator, so I get the um, joy of getting to coach in classrooms and work with, with teachers and with students. Um, we have been one-to-one -one and are looking at what it looks like to be in a personalized learning district for us. We've been one-to-one -one for probably five to six years at this point in time and have lots of learnings and takeaways from that. And we, um, on our team, do all of the professional development and training for our teachers and the visioning and the, the strategic planning for how to make that happen and what that looks like. Yeah. Um, so I'm the Director of Instructional Technology, so I work with a team of Gosh, 16, 17 TOSAs, Teachers on Special Assignment, that are out in the building supporting our, our teachers and our students, um, both in implementing one-to-one, -one, using digital and technology in the classroom. Uh, we're, like Sally said, we're about four or five years down the road now. Um, it's interesting, we have a lot of enabling conditions being met now. Uh, devices, Wi-Fi, all the infrastructure pieces. And we're now finding a, a big rub or tension now in the shift in instructional practice, yes. um, which leads us into this blending and uh, personalized world. Uh, and I'm a high school principal, uh, Skyview High School, uh, on the north end of Vancouver, about 2,100 kids, um, really just trying to take away strategies that would help us develop a better plan to better serve our kids in our community um, for the future. So you mentioned something earlier about a vision. Uh, and, and helping helping your your district uh, with with visioning process. So how is that how is that working for you? What are some of the some of the barriers that you found, or what are some of the positive things that, that you can take away? Can you explain that a little bit? So vision. Um, we currently have a, a draft version of what it means. What, what is the vision of VPS? What what is learning for for uh, or what is the vision of learning for VPS students? Um, we have four categories right now. One being the first category being what students do, what's their expectation, what do teachers do, what do administrators do to lead and inspire, and then that, our fourth column is really important as well, it's um, how do we engage our community and our parents in, in supporting the vision. Um, along the way there's always obstacles, sure. I, I, think, I think right now the, the biggest obstacle that um, I'm experiencing is again that shift in instructional practice. We sold it so hard up front about being about tech. Right when we need, yeah. needed our, our technology in hand, and that was important. That had Absolutely. to happen. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and now I would say we're mature in that area. And now, what's next? How do we actually drive um, student achievement and do what's best for our students? Um, technology is just one piece of, of that tool. Right. So, how are you finding it in the schools to make that shift from being about the tech 
to being about the learning. Mm-hmm. How how is how is that working for you in the school? Uh, that's that's what I'm interested in right right now. That, so how do your teachers react to this and that sort of thing? And the learners, right? Uh, and and uh, ultimately, you have to take a look at what culture you've created in, in the school, right? Um, you still have some veteran teachers that really have been teaching the same way for 20, 25 years, and and the challenge is how do you get them to look at things in a different perspective? Uh, for us at Skyview, we really try to focus in on a student-centered uh, learning model, and that's and that's really been what our focus has been. Uh, for us, we look at uh, some pretty scary statistics uh, around like what jobs are going to be in five years, in ten years, and, and, and they didn't exist before. So really the type of skill set that a kid needs, even from five years ago, is new now, from collaboration to communication and those types of, of skill sets. So um, that's what we've been trying to drive home. And the tech piece comes really as part of that. Not the central focus, but really what skills the kids need going forward and meeting others. Exactly. And one thing that I think that Jim's really led well his building too is this vision or experience or culture of tech. At first, tech was about tech, and now it's just a given. Yeah. So, yes. And it has to exist. Right. Um, whether that be leading with in, you know instructional technology in the classroom or not, doesn't matter. But that technology has to be infused very naturally into the students' day-to-day experience. So how does that work for for um, you guys as as facilitators, a tech facilitator? What is that? What is what are some of the barriers that, that you're seeing, or or are people willing but just don't know what to do? It, it is it, and there's a difference between the two, right? There, you've got the unwillings, and you've got the yeah. Help. There's definitely a huge difference between the two, and there's there's a continuum, and there are there are those early adopters who are absolutely ready to dive in and are continually refining their classroom practice regardless of what they do. And oftentimes, as a coach, you know those are the most exciting ones to work with because it it um, takes a few questions or um, providing opportunity and access to a few um, resources or showing them possibilities, and then they are off and running. Um, and then we. We absolutely have resistors, but those are fewer and far between. I think um, more so often we get those who um, who are who are open and willing, but just aren't really quite sure how, and don't really know what it would look like to personalize the learning experience for their students, or how to choose the right tools to do that, or what digital content that they should be accessing. Um, and so that comes along through conversations, through professional development, through access to um, access to those kinds of resources and experiences that they get a feel for themselves also. So as leaders, we see our principals now really redesigning what their staff meeting looks like or what kind of information they give to their staff and how they do it because they have a finite amount of time with their teachers and so you have to use that time well and recreate how you've been doing those things. Um, you know, the traditional staff meeting from the last however many years can't be the same way it is now because we yeah. can't ask our teachers to instruct the same way that they would have been 10 years ago also. So we hear people talk a lot about, and it's something that, that we promote a lot also, is this idea that you know, if you want your teachers to, yeah. to be able to create this experience for their learners, that we need to create those experiences for the teachers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard you just talk about your, your building principles yeah. and kind yeah. of starting to think about them differently. And I don't think that that happens in a lot of places. I think they think about it like, oh, the professional, the staff days, yeah. right? We got to do those differently. <laughs> but you're right, it has to be kind of everything else. So how are you going about doing that? Like, what's your strategy for, for tackling 
really changing the way just the, the building leader operates. Yeah, so like you said a little bit earlier, we are four or five years into our WeLearn initiative, which is really about the one-to-one transformation. Right. Um, during that time, we've given thousands of hours of professional development to our teachers, and you always invite our principals. Um, they're well, busy. Let me guess. Right, right, yeah. They're busy. No, they're busy. They have a lot they on do. their plate. Sure. And, and, and also, to their credit, it is geared towards teachers. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, so we started an initiative last year that we're calling Future Ready Administrators. We are a future-ready district, yeah. um, and we launched this kind of independently, and and since then kind of aligned a little bit closer with the with the future-ready framework. But really, it's about giving our administrators um, capacity, time, space to to ask questions. Um, they're small cohorts, so Jim is is part of our first cohort of seven building principals. Um, we purposely built it so it's elementary, middle, and high. We meet about every three or four weeks. Um, we have a list of topics that we want to cover, uh-huh. um, but it's very much driven by them. So what are they hearing? What are they experiencing? What are their pain points? Um, so we can definitely go off course from that. Uh, we normally design a learning experience. Uh, sometimes we get to it. Sometimes we don't, right? Uh, but really the idea is that we want to personalize that experience to, to them, to their needs in that cohort so they can better lead in their building and also sustain that change and innovation that needs to take place in their building. How's it been for you? It's been fantastic, really. Uh, we talk all the time about how it's been pretty transformational. Yeah. Um, I uh, left the classroom about six years ago, and really teaching strategies from then to now really need to be different. Yeah. So what they've done for us is really create the why we need to change or why we need to get involved in, in, in this process. And um, they've done it in a really non-threatening environment. You know, There's some things that we've all tried for the first time. So it, it kind of starts with the tech piece, gets you kind of hooked in. And then you start to see this kind of world open up in front of you. And then one of the, the my favorite lines is, well, if your kids can Google this activity, then maybe you need to rethink what you're doing in the classroom. <laughs> and, and that one sentence really kind of transforms how you have to look at, especially if you've been exposed to different types of technology. So. Um, they've done a great job of establishing the why, allowing us to kind of play in the sandbox, as it were, and uh, um, and then also really intentionally, what are we using it for? So some of this stuff has been how we run our buildings, from using Google Docs to using Canvas, things of that nature, as well as how we make the learning experience better for kids too. So there's just like twofold process: how do we run the school better, and how do we have better learning experiences for kids? I think one of the keys that you guys have talked about is uh, you said it earlier that. Principals are busy, yeah. and we invite principals to all these teacher trainings. Yeah. But sometimes it happens, and most of the time it doesn't because yeah. they have a, a job to do. Yeah. But making it intentional that the principals are part of this—that's mm-hmm. the part where I think we miss sometimes. So we focus on the kids, we focus on the teachers, we try to build that vision, yeah. and there's always that principal layer that just kind of gets forgotten about because they have an insanely busy job. And I think oftentimes there's an assumption that as a principal they are um, well versed in all of this already. Right. And that's a misnomer. And not to say that every administrator doesn't have exceptional qualities, but leading for innovation and leading for a new kind of classroom right now, they might not have that skill set and expertise because things have changed and the paradigms are different right now and so 
through our work and what we get to do is create opportunities and spaces to have conversations and to ask questions and to sit down and look at, okay, what do I need to do and what are the like exact how-to steps, but also what are the bigger questions to be asking and what kinds of conversations to have with staffs right now and to look at how to take your teachers and move them forward. One of the things I appreciate about this group so much is that we led with technology is selling it as, hey, do you want to come learn how to do X, Y, and Z? And they all want to. So that was an easy in. We got yeah. them in. And I knew we were going to get to a point where we we're talking about the deeper question of leadership and the why and the change management and innovation. I didn't know it was going to come as fast as it did. So these principles are ready awesome. and eager and wanting, wanting that engagement. Yeah, you're quickly uh, faced with really two uh, scenarios. One in which, oh my gosh, we can do this, right? We can, the potential is there. Yeah. And then you also have the secondary question, which is, oh my gosh, we better do this. Yeah. Because if we don't, we're going to be left behind. I mean, you're feeling the yeah, yeah, we've gone to a couple different conferences in which, even though we've done a lot of work and it's been great, we often feel behind, even though we get to have good conversations. But, it, you know, the pace of, of learning is, is quickening and we need to catch up, really. So... So you all are presenters, and so your session is tomorrow? It tomorrow, is. yes. What time? Ten, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock tomorrow. Yes. Um, cultivating Future Ready Administrators is the title. So, yeah. I wish I could go. I think we're probably podcasting, we're, but I kind of want to go. Tomorrow, that time, we're actually presenting. Oh, oh competition. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, well. Conflicting. Yeah. We're, 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 yeah, yeah. It's a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard one. So it's, that's a new conversation that's happening, is how to prepare our leaders. Yes. So um, on that note, what would you all present as the biggest do-do for preparing leaders to be future-ready and to foster personalized learning? Do you want to start? Um, <laughs> I know, right? So I think our biggest thing is that we absolutely have to include our, our leaders in the conversations. and. Prepare them to lead in this in this particular way. Um, we can't just assume that our administrators and our leaders have those that skill set and know the answers already, and not that we are giving answers by you know taking them through these kinds of scenarios. But it's a, a place to explore, and we've got to include them in that. The biggest piece for me out of this experience, the important the important piece, is building a very, very, very safe environment and key relationships with those principles. Um, we couldn't have got where we got as quickly, or maybe at all, without having that layer of trust there. Um, them being open and willing to engage with one another and each other. I've seen conversations take place there that I don't think would take place anywhere else. And as a, as a principal, I would say establishing the why this work is important. I mean, without that, you're, you're always gonna run into resistance. So understanding that the way things have been done for essentially the last 100 years, it's not going to work anymore. It's, it's just, you're going to be behind quicker than later. So um, establish the why, and that really takes care of the rest. Thank you all so much. Yeah, thank this you. This is a fabulous yeah. conversation. Thank you. Thank you.